0: All right. Are you ready for Chapter Nine's Dramatic Reading? 2017.
1: 2017.
0: I was just reading ahead and I'm already like all stressy grabby about it.
1: Stressy grabby.
0: Oh, right off the bat, new vocab. This
1: is exciting. What does that even mean?
0: You know, like all clenchy, like anxious, I guess.
1: (laughs) Okay, I got you. Like, like.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. So. Figured it out. Diving in, so we start right into 2017, and we're in January, obviously. And Travis goes to town to get the kids from daycare, and he saw that there was a Walmart-sized bag of clothes in the kids' cubby at daycare. So that usually means that the daycare has clothes that are, like, dirty throughout the day or, like, accidents from potty training that need to be washed. And then we take them home and wash them and bring them back so they have spares. But this time, I totally thought that they were the Thanksgiving outfits that we've been asking for back. So he grabs everything out of the cubby and we grab it and bring it home and he's walking out the door and he asks the daycare lady if she can provide us any documentation of the number of days or hours billed from the daycare to Carly for the last year. That just kind of shows like the payment end, the receipt, the dates, and like an overall ledger. Just how many days a week have they been in here total how many hours does that add up to like what does that cost and is there a daycare break like if the kids aren't in daycare like on a random wednesday are we still getting charged for it or is that like reimbursed at the end of the month or how does that work and so yeah she was she was really nice and helpful at first like while we were talking in person and she said that For two kids, the standard rate was $360, and that was for, I think, was that a week? Yeah. So, five days? Yeah, five full full nine-hour full-time days. And so, obviously, once Lexi started school, like, she was in school from eight to three, so she wasn't in daycare, and so her cost fluctuated later but like back when they were both full-time two kids 40 hours a week it was 360 a week standard rate for two kids so then that total per month was I think it was right at 1440 is what I want to say so let's just say 1400 keep it even and so he was asking her okay that's the standard cost like and she reminds us that Carly had that government assistance Remember that, like, mistake text that came? Yeah. Okay. So, and we're like, oh, yeah. And so he's like, well, how does that work then? Like, is the government assistance paying for all of the daycare? And she says, basically, the kids come to daycare, and then the daycare lady provides the state with the number of hours that the kids were in daycare and what it cost, and then they she gives Carly a receipt and Carly shows the same proof to the state. And then they cut back a percentage based on how much the kids, like the financial burden was of the daycare overall. And so
1: essentially, they spend 45 hours a week in daycare. In at this time, the daycare. They spend and 45 hours, yeah. Right. For the cost of 14 40 Okay.
0: So he asks the daycare lady, he's like, how much, like, what is the portion that's reimbursed from the government assistance? And she says, not exactly, but roughly three quarters of that is reimbursed to Carly every month for daycare. So if you break down $1,400 a month, she's getting a check back. For just over a thousand dollars, so their daycare cost, like like the actual cost that she has to come up with that's the difference between that is about three fifty a month is one week right usually
1: Be- like one week
0: right. one week's worth versus three of them being paid for $1,080,
1: so, okay
0: right. And he asks the daycare provider and Travis pays. Like, Travis pays though, right? And so he's he's paying. I mean, at this time we were paying. I mean, there was some months where we were paying all of it. There were some months we were paying half of it. There were some months we were doing. She was paying just for Lexi, and we were paying just for Lauren, and like flip flopped. So he's like, "Uh, okay. Can you show us this on paper?" Like, can you show us the receipts? Can you show us like how this works so that we understand? And she said, no, basically Carly's name is the one that's on the daycare. Carly's name's the one that's on the Mm. government assistance and that she can tell us, like she can explain how the process works to us, but she can't actually show us any of the payments or where our child support money at this point in time is funneling through to pay for any daycare costs. So we were like, I mean, you're kind of like at a loss there because his name's not on anything. So, (laughs) I mean, there's... You
1: guys have receipts of him paying for it, right?
0: Well, just paying her. Yeah. So, I mean, whether that means that she's going shopping with the money that he's giving or she's paying daycare with the money he's giving, the only... Like paper trail, there was just that link between his check to her bank account. So even if it was spent on daycare, like there was no way to prove it. Right. But at this point in time, like there was some months, especially back in like 2015-2016, where say Travis is paying her. $720 for half of the month of daycare for both kids and then she's paying $720 for half of the month of daycare for both kids and then she's getting a check for $1,000.50 back she's making $330 by the end of it like she's making or $350 out of pocket she's earning that money back from the government assistance so it's kind of like It felt like this really weird, like, pyramid racket where, at the end of the day, like, Travis and I were at the very bottom and we paid X amount of dollars across the board. And then everything else that got funneled through these different channels, like, if there was a reimbursement or a check being cut back, it was to her, it wasn't to anybody else. So she was reaping that benefit of making money almost twice over making the child support money and then making the government assistance money. And so it was kind (laughs) of like... Shady as fuck? Well, I just, I mean, I don't honestly know if it was like a malicious intent to be shady, but I feel like there was definitely... I don't know, like, if you're making money from different, like, outlets here... That are supposed to be helping you financially and you're living at home and you're not paying your bills for like rent or a mortgage or a car or a cell phone and you're making and pocketing this other money it just kind of felt i don't know dirty i guess is the best way that i can mm-hmm. describe that and so and he asked daycare man. lady too he's
1: really, like really shitty
0: right <laughs> he says is there like what's the are we getting a break, you know, like all those days that Carly was like, "Can you take the kids so it can save me a daycare fee?" And we were jumping around, you know, like hot lava. And the daycare lady was like, "No, there's a flat rate. Whether the kids are here or not, that 350 is like across the board. There is no like the daycare isn't like counting off days that the kids are missing right. unless it's like you know, a holiday break or something, that money is supposed to be holding their slot in the daycare, regardless if their body is in the daycare or not. And so it was like all those months where he's paying for daycare, he's paying the medical bills, he's buying the winter jackets and the snow boots twice. She's then getting all this money back. And these expenses were being paid by Travis this whole time. And then there's not even a break on the daycare bill in the end of it because it's a flat rate fee. And so he was like, oh. It's like, what is happening? So. Mm.
1: You seem very calm about this. Do I? Like, what is happening? I would be fucking pissed. I just. But I also would just. As soon as I heard that, I would just be like, are you fucking kidding me?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, that's how I I feel. I feel like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, but at the same time, it just, it bewilders me so much that I almost don't even have, like, a reaction. I'm almost just, like, lost for words, like, speechless. Like, it's just like, what? That doesn't even, that's something that nobody talks about, nobody thinks about. And, like, all of a sudden, just because, like, one, per- one parent's name is on everything that's happening, and they, you know, of course, she's working, and I'm not saying she's not working, but even if she's working full-time for whatever, I don't know, 10, 20 bucks an hour, if she's living at home for free, she's single, so she's not married on her tax returns, she can prove to the government, like, oh, no, I'm not making enough money, and I have two kids, and they're, like, throwing money at her and then we're throwing money at her and then all the expenses are paid between Travis and Carly's dad and then at the end of the day you're like well why do you need us to split the prescription cost or the dental bill like don't you have anything left from this thousand dollars that's coming into your pocket at the end of the day like what is your job for if you're not paying for anything for the kids, like, we're paying for everything, and then you're paying for, like, your own fun stuff. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, especially after, like, all the trips to Denver and all that shit. Right. I mean, <clears throat> at one point, I want to, you know, be like, I, I mean, like, I don't know, I don't tell anyone what it's to do with their money. Right. Not my thing. Uh, but on the other hand, like, shady. Yeah, it shady. does
0: feel shady. Right. I don't like it. Right.
1: But like, so, I, what? I don't know her situation. Right. I don't know what she needs or what, you know. She still hasn't done the podcast with me. I know. Um,
0: so devastated. So, <laughs> So the daycare lady she emails Travis cuz we asked. We asked at least to show that we did make the effort to like communicate these things and inquire about these things. And Travis told her he said, "Okay, if you can't tell me and you can't show me a ledger, can you at least email me so I have it in writing if this ever comes up again to show that at this point in time on January 6th, 2017, I was going, you know, to you and saying, I want to know more. I want to be part of the loop. I want to be, you know, I want things to run by me. And she was like, okay. So she basically sent him an email that said, you know, unfortunately, I can't give you any more information. Like it's confidential because her name is the one that's on it. You can try to call, but like, you're probably not going to get any further than I did. And there's no part-time care. Like, it's a flat rate fee. And so she had all that in writing so that he could see it. And obviously so that we could document it. Because that's, I mean, the fact that up to this point, we have we've we thought we were saving daycare fees. I mean, at least a dozen times. I can think of off the top of my head. At least a dozen times where we were told, can you save me the daycare fee today and come pick the kids up? Oh, okay, yeah. And then we're like, yeah, we're saving the daycare fee. That should cost us less in the long run. And then we come to find out that there's, it doesn't even matter. Like they were being charged the same rate, but the government was paying for it anyway. So it's like, rip your hair out. (laughs) It's just so like, it's so messy and so contorted at that stage that you're just like, okay, what do I do with my hands? Like, what do I, where do I put these? I have no idea.
1: Also, like, just being lied to.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, shouldn't that be the baseline of manipulation right there? I mean, that's what I consider, like, the definition of at least telling a half-truth, and that's still not telling the truth. That's still a lie, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. So. Yeah, I think
1: the word that you have there is manipulation.
0: Yeah. I agree. So, I mean, however that <laughs> wants to get spun, but we get to the next day, and we took the kids to a friend of mine's birthday party and had a great time. Everything was awesome, and we were headed back home, and it was the first time I had checked my phone in a while, and I had gotten multiple messages about people letting me know that Carly was at the bar drunk the night before. I didn't provoke Yeah, me. you got
1: to tell this stupid Olivia
0: I, I know I didn't provoke it I didn't care I didn't like it didn't bother me like we obviously had the kids and so I was like whatever and <laughs> it was like this whole thing on Facebook and her brother was basically like keeping track of her and this was all online like this is all like one o'clock in the morning people are like commenting back and forth about like is Carly okay And, oh, my gosh, we have to keep an eye on Carly. And, you know, she's puking in the parking lot. And I was like, what in the world? Why would they post? Like, why are we commenting about this online? And so it goes down and all these threads are just like, oh, my gosh, it was so bad. Like, and she comes out and she says. Somebody flipped me something at the bar. And so. That, like, paused me for a second because I was like, wait a second. I mean, that's really fucked up. If somebody, like, slipped her something and she was, like, obliterated, like, there's – somebody should be in trouble for that. (laughs) And then you get to her Instagram and somebody's literally like, oh, my God, you're alive. And she says, I'm 99% sure I was roofied at the bar. And she's like, What? I just assumed it was all the shots you were taking. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> so I'm like, okay, all right. Are we just being overdramatic? I mean, are we playing the victim role here now? Like, I mean, if I legitimately thought somebody roofied me at the bar, I would be in the bar the next day with a cop asking to look at camera footage like hands down and maybe that's just me maybe I'm just that kind of person that would be like absolutely never again but to joke about it when shit like that really does happen and people really are roofied in the bar and then to play the victim and have somebody else come out and be like oh I didn't realize it was that you got slipped something I thought it was just all the shots that you were taking and it was just kind of like a facepalm moment where it was like oh god
1: yeah i don't. i've never uh i've never been roofied or have roofied before i don't really know if it makes you drink more i thought it made you like tired I, I have no idea uh yeah i don't know that that's a that's a sketchy situation
0: it is sketchy and if something like that was really happening like i would take a lot more of a preventative mate measure to have like I don't know the safety and integrity of that bar like intact and make sure that like I was going back and looking at who was around me or around my drink or I don't know. I just feel like you can't cry wolf like that. And then have somebody come out and be like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Like you were just trash. Like you can't say that. I mean, that's, that's not fair.
1: Yeah.
0: So I don't know. I don't know how these work either, but I'm pretty sure. You know, if somebody's calling you out on all the shots you're taking, like, those are, (laughs) those do not directly correlate to each other. So, we get to January 11th, and since Carly was going to be gone in Vegas, because remember.
1: Well, she has money to have me in Vegas.
0: Right, right, right. So, (laughs) we had to work the schedule around. Uh, and had agreed to keep the kids for the week and then go to Montana when she got back from Vegas because, remember, we weren't allowed to take them with us for, like, the late Christmas. If you remember from the last one that we talked about, like, we wanted, she was already going to be gone, and we were like, can we go home and see my family? And she said, no, they can't cross state lines. So, whatever. So, fast forward now a week, she's gone, she's on her vacation, not one peep. We don't hear anything for six days. Like there's no like I... girls. No. There's no video calls. There's no phone calls. There's no like I mean, even before that, like over the last year of this, like she had at least sent like pictures of like I don't know, of like the aquarium and the pictures of the plane and shit like that. And it was like, hey, show the kids. But like there was complete radio silence, which is fine. And she's not required to check in by any stretch. But literally, we get to 18 hours before the kids go back to her. And now she's, like, scratching the door to talk to them. And so she's calling Travis, calling Travis, texting him, saying, call me right away, call me right away. So he's like, okay, like, what is going on? And he has Lexi try to call her, and her phone's off. And so he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And we're getting like actually worried cuz I'm like, "Okay, I haven't heard anything for 6 days." And like all of a sudden she's like, "Call me now. Call me now." Like urgent, "Call me." And so we're like and then trying to reach out and there's no answer and you're like, "Uh, what the fuck?" So he texts her and he's like, "Hey, well like I haven't heard from you now. I'm double checking that you're going to be home to get the kids from daycare tomorrow. Like do we need to keep them another day?" And he doesn't hear anything. And so like time continues on and it's like a quarter past nine o'clock and she finally texts him back and she's like oh sorry I've been on the plane all day and it's like then why were you trying to even have the conversation with the kids and blowing up our phone and then you shut your phone off and got on a plane and, <laughs> and there was no way to communicate with you anyway so it was like was that just to create drama from thin air I mean that that was a futile attempt to make some type of, like, check-in when you knew that you were going to be bouncing between planes anyways, and you haven't even bothered for six days. So it's like, why now? It's a giant theater production all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get it. I, I don't know. Uh, I think it's hypocritical that she did that, but... I, maybe she was just trying to talk to the girls before she got on the plane. I don't know. She, she's an idiot. <laughs> Her time management is very bad, okay?
0: I agree. I think we That's have I'm learned that up to this point. Yeah, and, I
1: agree. And so I'm not surprised at all. That's all I'm going to say.
0: <laughs> all I'm going to say. Oh, I will not go into <laughs> detail about this.
1: <laughs> it is being written down as a red flag.
0: We need a buzzer for that. I'm not kidding.
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't want to consume you. Oh no. That's true.
0: (laughs) (sighs) So we get to January nineteenth. Travis got a text from Carly the mid-evening that Lexi had cut her hair, and so like whatever you're envisioning of like a child. Getting a hold of scissors, like it was that bad.
1: They
0: all did it, yep. I've done it.
1: Oh, yeah, done it. Everyone
0: joked, they're all, everyone's like, Oh, maybe she's gonna be a hairstylist when she grows up. And I'm like, Oh, and it's not, I mean, that's not like uh,
1: Cynthia from Rugrats Angelica's doll (laughs) with the hair all like out.
0: Yeah, okay, it wasn't that bad. There was no, like, buzz down here. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was fine. Like, I mean, we we talked about it, and obviously, like, it was an accident, and this kind of stuff happens. But the interesting thing was that, like, almost immediately afterwards, my Facebook messenger started ringing because Carly wanted to video call us. And... I mean, it was less than, it was like three Um, weeks ago that she was giving us the whole lecture about she don't go through me, right? Mm -hmm. Like, was I, I didn't miss Mm -hmm. that, right? Okay. And so, I mean, obviously we answered and we talked to Lexi and was like, what the hell happened to your hair? But it was just, like, that's just one more piece to the puzzle, you know? I mean, it's not this gigantic, like, hanging over you impending doom piece of the puzzle but it's just like one more straw that like slowly starts to add up where it's like the contradictory terms and behaviors that come like right you know right on the heels of a blowout where it's like I'm not going through her and then it's like the next thing I know my phone's ringing and I'm like okay but didn't you just say (laughs) yeah so we We ended up communicating about us keeping the kids extra when we got back because she actually had a family member who was um, getting surgery. And so it was like a really good way to handle it. Like everything was discussed ahead of time. There was a valid necessary reason for missing her parenting time. There was open communication that included all of us. Like the whole thing made sense. That's how it should be done every single time. It was stress-free I mean literally from the beginning to the end it was like okay now we have a plan we have everybody's on board like there's no way that this can be misconstrued so she pressed again with the birthday party issue because that was our weekend so Travis he was already irritated and I mean it still seems like that she misses all her weekends because her fun stuff you know like Vegas lands on you know this other time and she's wanting to make appearances to our stuff because of how the schedule works out and gets shifted around. And I mean, it's exhausting already having to plan out half a week at a time. And now you're trying to plan out six weeks of half a week at a time. I mean, you're just exhausted by the end of it. And this holds true for so many things because, you know, T-Ball, t-ball on our days like okay yeah we'll we'll make the extra trip into town you know on mondays soccer games oh yeah we'll make the extra town in you know and then do a mad dash bedtime routine your birthday party on our weekend doctor's appointment i mean it's like speech therapy everything it just always ends up being like this big old jumbled up schedule because everything's like flip-flopped at the drop of a hat non-stop
1: I mean, you can't, you can't, like, the doctor's appointment thing, she can schedule on her own weeks. Birthday parties, yeah.
0: That yeah. It happens. Right. I agree. And I mean, that's, it's Every all part of the package, too.
1: appointments from her days to our days for 18 months straight. Right. <laughs> Fuck you.
0: <laughs> she did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not mm. kidding. <laughs> and so it's just like, I don't know. I... Kids are a package deal. They require a lot of shit. They have so much stuff that requires you to be hands on. And I understand that somebody has to do it. And I understand that, like, each parent should be responsible for, you know, especially what lands on their time, but even going further than that and saying like scheduling stuff for your time or the other parents' time. But it seems like at this point it was almost a strategy to ensure that everything landed on only our days for years worth of activities, appointments, sports, additional trips back and forth. I mean, it was just like, we felt like we were the only ones racing around And there was this constant, like, switch off because the schedule was being jumbled around again because she had another trip to go to. And it was like, how can you even plan out that far ahead when the chaos has already, like, consumed you in the moment? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, let's see. So the kids come home with us for the weekend and that morning Lexi had thrown up. So I remember Travis telling her, telling her Lexi, he was like, you can have some chocolate milk after you drink the water that you have like in front of you. And I remember this whole thing, like there was a full cup of water set in front of both of the girls and she was begging for chocolate milk. So he was like, okay, as soon as you're done with your water, you can have the chocolate milk. It's not a big deal. So she... (laughs) starts slamming this water and literally he's like stop just chill out like the chocolate milk will be there in a minute slow down and he's like stirring you know and getting her chocolate milk ready and she literally finishes the entire cup of water starts jumping up and down because she's excited for the chocolate milk and pukes everywhere (laughs) I mean, it was literally like projectile vomit, like just fire hose unattended. And so, and Travis was like, I don't even feel bad. I told you twice, don't do that. And literally she was just like so excited about this freaking chocolate milk. And so obviously he waited to give her the chocolate milk, but she still got it. There, you know, it wasn't a lost cause there, but fast forward to drop off. We get there everything goes smooth until we pull away and she's blowing up his phone freaking out because Travis did not tell her that Lexi threw up today yeah and that's and literally he was like why don't you ask her what happened because like if she's telling you that she puked today like she can also add in why she puked? Because she knows what happened. Like she was there for it. And so she was just, I mean, she's irate. Why wouldn't you call me right away? Why do I have to find out from her that she's sick? What happened? What did you guys do? And I mean, he's like, she's not sick. Everything's fine. She just had too much water. Well, does she have a temperature? And he's like, no, she's fine. Stop. Like, stop freaking out. And I mean, he basically, at the end of it, was like, I don't need to check in with you every time one of the kids sneeze. Like, that's just... Right. I handled it. It's fine. Everybody's okay. If there was something worth running by you, I would have run it by you. But it wasn't. So, give me a break. So, Travis, on the 26th, goes into town to pick up the girls from daycare around 3.30. And he walks into the like the daycare facility and Lauren is running around without pants or underwear on. Like okay. So we're in 2017. She's almost what, she's two and a half. Yeah. So she's two and a half years old, running around from the bottom half down naked. And I mean like I don't know like what planet you live on, but like absolutely not okay. And so yeah. he asks the daycare lady. He's I like, I can't do it neither, hey. neither can she. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> Damn it. He asks her, he's like, why are, like, where are my kids' freaking underwear? Like, I don't understand why she's half naked running around a daycare facility that people walk into and older kids are present yeah. at, like, day in. Like, <laughs> right. there's no reason. I mean, this is a public daycare. And so she's like, well, she had too many accidents and I've asked Carly and sent notes home with Carly to bring extra like pull-ups, pants, like wash what was in the cubby. Like Travis and I just did, you know, two weeks ago when that big full Walmart bag was in there. And so (laughs) it's like, Oh my God. And so he tells her, he's like, I don't care if you have to put her in wet underwear and she's not allowed to walk outside because it's January. He's like, we're not having my kid running around half-naked at the daycare. Like, period. I don't care. And so she was like... I mean, is that fair? That's fair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like, I just... I don't... Yeah, I don't fuck with kids being naked in a public space when they're that little. I mean, she can't even talk. I would never know if something bad happened to her at that stage. Like, don't... Don't. Don't do that. (laughs) Just don't do it. And so... Lexi walks around the corner in the daycare and she's in a full zip-up footie pajama outfit. And so she's like (laughs) I mean it's definitely cute when you're a year old but she's five and she's like roaming around the daycare with a full pajamas. And then the other kid's half naked and I'm like what the hell is going on in here? (laughs) Yeah this is mad, I tell you. <laughs> so regardless, obviously we get everybody home and do the damage control routine that we always do. And we, we sent 10 pairs of underwear and pants and leggings and a full sleeve of pull-ups back to daycare. And we were like, this, this will never happen again. Like there's, you know, and communicated with Carly too. Like, This is what's going on, and that's not okay. Like, you need to be, like, keeping track of the notes that are coming through here. Because if they're out of stuff, and this is their alternative, like, it's just not appropriate. So. By the following Tuesday, Travis went to get the kids from daycare, and Lexi was in pajamas again. And (laughs) they were, like, horrifyingly obvious pajamas with, like, a unicorn. I mean, it was, like, sleep tight. I mean, I get it. It's 8 a.m. when they get dropped off at daycare. But then they're getting picked up at 3 or 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And they're in, like, full pajamas, like, that are tank tops. And, I mean, there's no pajama daycare day five days a week. I mean, just run a brush through your kid's hair. Have them put on some pants and an appropriate sweatshirt. And, I mean, send them looking like they have some type of... Smooth touch to them, I guess I don't know, like I anywhere after like a year old odd. it just seems weird to me,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: I don't know, and i'm I mean, and I have my own kid, and i he gets dressed every day, like it just never occurs to me that he would just like spend a week in pajamas, so I don't yeah
1: know it's do it. that's weird that you would. I don't know. My mom would never do that.
0: Yeah, I mean... And that's not even just mom shaming. That's just a fact. Like, like my mom would not have done that. I wouldn't do that. Keegan's mom wouldn't do that. So, it's just... I don't know. There's... There's just no reason. Just brush your fucking kid's hair. I mean, do the laundry. Make sure that the cubby is stocked full of pull-ups and underwear. I mean... Being a parent is a full-time job, and whether there's, like, an image on Facebook to prove that or not, just, you just need to step up. Like, there's just no, no way around that. So, it's, like, be a parent. Do better. Do better.
1: Do better.
0: So, Carly lets us know that she's moving into her apartment. So, this is the first time that she's lived or is going to live, like, on her own. So, obviously, she lived with Travis in back in, you know, 2015. But up till medieval now. Time. Medieval time. The black and white era. she She's never lived alone, like, on her own. So, I was kind of, like, excited to see if this was going to, like, provoke any growth or maturity or i mean this is really the first time like she's gonna have to do stuff excited like... about this does that make me sad this
1: is what made you excited when she got her own place now she has to pay her own way
0: oh i mean i guess the financial aspect but like are
1: you kidding me this would piss me off like oh fuck. you know which more money we're about to spend this girl so she can eat some top ramen. Oh my! Furnitureless house.
0: In a furnitureless li- no, I. What's that episode of Friends where Joey's just got like fucking patio furniture? <laughs> His I'm whole not, house. Want to
1: you know something. I did not watch Friends.
0: Oh bummer. Sorry. Sucks to be you. Sorry to an disappoint interest. you. Invest. So. No. Anyway, so she she's like, "Hey, I'm moving into my apartment. Um, can you keep the kids?" So Travis is like, "Yeah, that's fine. Like it's our weekend anyways. We might as well have them a couple extra days before our weekend and then you can move in and not worry." And then, you know, we get extra time, she isn't rushed, and nobody has to go back and forth over and over again. And she asks us to take the girls to that birthday party again. That's one that she asked about a few minutes ago. And So we agreed, you know, yeah, you can come and pick them up and drop them off so they can go. That's fine. But by the next day, Lauren was getting sick and we asked what kind of party it was. And she says it's a pool party. So he's like, no, we'll keep Lauren. What? A pool party? A pool party.
1: In January?
0: Yeah, there's like inside rec centers with like big pools, like heated pools. (laughs)
1: I got it.
0: got it. <laughs> Yeah, we sent him outside and we were like, well, I hope you're not ice skating by the end of it.
1: <laughs> I mean, you yeah, had me fucked up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. so we let her know we were going to keep Lauren, but that Lexi could still go. And we got a gift for Lexi's friend and wrapped it and made sure Carly knew, you know, don't leave it in the back seat. And we started making these little flower pots for the kids. So like the flower pot is like Lexi's flower pot. And like when you're good, you get like a fake flower that goes into the pot. And then once you get five flowers, you can win like a prize, like a candy bar or a dollar for your savings jar or a movie night, like stuff like that. And so we let her know. And I I said, I'll make you a set of flower pots for your house if you want to do like the same like reward system in your house. And it was a really healthy conversation. And she was like, yeah, definitely. And everything was fine. And, oh, here's my side note. The flower pot thing, it was totally a huge hit forever. Literally like all I had was a flower pot with little aquarium, like marbles, rocks, and like these popsicle sticks with like little foam flowers at the top. And that's all it was. Every time they were good and did something that like, whether it was asked of them or they just had a good attitude because they were asked to do a chore, I'd say, go put a flower in your flower pot. They'd go stick it in. And once they got to five, like they got to pick out a movie on Friday or they got to, you know, have $2 towards their allowance jar. And then we would go to the toy aisle in Walmart. And I mean, it was just like, I don't know. It was really fun. And it worked for probably at least three years and they loved it. So. And it went the other way, too. Like, when they were naughty, it was like, all right, dude, you just lost a flower. Like, go take a flower out of your pot. Take
1: it out. do grab and a fucking flower right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> even to this day, like, we joke a little bit. And I'm like, dude, you're going to lose a flower. And Lexi's like, we don't even have those anymore. And I'm like, I know, but you know what I meant by that. So shape up. <laughs> shape up. Shape They're up. You're
1: not going to have a flower. All right. Cool. So, listeners, if you're, uh, if you want some mom advice, Elo's got it.
0: flower mom, pots. With the flower pots. Yeah. They're, it's a good idea. The My mom did it for me. <laughs> we had six flower pots because I have six
1: siblings.
0: Chapter nine flower <laughs> pots. <laughs> chapter nine flower pots. <laughs> we'll do a, a side cast for that one. Okay. All right. <laughs> So the day of that birthday party, I asked Carly later in the morning what time she planned to come and get Lexi. She asked if I could meet her halfway so that Lauren didn't see her picking up Lexi, but then wasn't allowed to come because she was sick. So this made no sense to me because I would still have to pack Lauren in the vehicle and drive halfway to drop Lexi off. So I was like, no, that doesn't make sense. So she was like, oh, okay, I'll be out around 3.30 to get Lexi. And the party is from four to six. So lo and behold, it's like 10 minutes after two o'clock. She's letting me know like she's on her way. And I'm like, oh my God. You know, I'm running around. I'm like shoveling food in Lexi's mouth. We're trying to, you know, get everything cleaned up, changed, everything. And so I was like, okay, so she's out here by like 2.30 to pick up lexi which is an hour earlier than we discussed i mean which to in be hindsight to be on time. i know but the entire point of asking <laughs> what time to expect somebody is so that you have a plan and so it's like she, even when you plan she ahead has it's no time
1: management she, she has no time management.
0: together with me she, she had had no, no time. Time. <laughs> 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 So she rolls up. I get Lexi out the door. I get her sent with a present, an extra set of clothes, a towel, a granola bar for a snack just in case. And like away they go. The
1: bars.
0: Yeah. So a little after 6 p.m., Travis texts Carly and he asks what time to expect Lexi home. She said the party was from 4 to 6. So like by six he's like okay are you like on your way home kind of a text so an hour goes by without a response and he's like okay so he told her in a text like earlier before this whole thing was you know it was like the whole conversation about the birthday party he said yeah I'll let Lexi go for an hour or two on my weekend for this birthday party but like we have an early bedtime routine like She needs to be home. And it was all communicated before this. So here we are working on hour number five without even a plan in motion to get Lexi back home and no communication. I mean, Travis even came home early from work expecting that Lexi would be home so that we could have a night in together. So he's like calling her phone. It goes straight, straight to voicemail. He's like, okay, this is not good. So he... Literally starts calling Mark. and he's like, Are you at this birthday party? Have you talked to Carly? Is something wrong? Like, I expected Lexi back hours ago. Like, I can't get a hold of anybody. I'm starting to freak out. So her brother somehow calls, I don't know, somebody at the birthday party who then like hands the phone to Carly. and then he reports back to Travis, like they're just getting ready to pack up and leave and head out of there. I mean, it's like seven thirty. Like the party ended at. So it's like <clears throat> he's 7.30 now. And, <laughs> and so and we were like, all right, whatever. So by 8.15, Carly magically has a working phone again. And she texts Travis and asks if he can send the dog outside to say hi to her when they pull up.
1: So not, hey, sorry it's two hours after I said I'd be done, and I haven't communicated with you, but can you send the dog out? <laughs> I'm
0: kind of drunk. <laughs> I mean, literally, I mean, oh, I was just like, what? So she rolls up five minutes later in a white pickup we'd never seen before with a guy driving in the driver's seat that we've never seen before. And sends Lexi in. Magnificent. So Carly walks Lexi up to the house, to the, like the steps to the house. Travis grabs Lexi's hand, walks her inside, and like shuts the door behind him without a word. The extra outfit didn't come back. The uh, towel that I sent didn't come back. Nobody said a word. Carly left, I'm assuming, without pressing the dog issue. And like, away she goes with this random guy. And Lexi comes in and, you know, we're like, Oh my God, you know, it's hurry up bedtime routine now. I mean, it's what now after eight thirty? So, and right. so she, if oh, Travis done that to Carly, Oh yeah. If Travis had done that to Carly, she would have literally, she would have sent her dad to come pick up the children. She would have sent her father.
1: She would have sent the police.
0: That's probably true because honestly, like if, first of all, if I would have shown up an hour earlier to pick up the kids after I communicated three 30, there would have been a little bit of like immediate pressure from her or irritation of some sort. And then if my phone was off or Travis's phone was off two hours past the time, the party ended and we couldn't get a hold. And then there was just a communication about the dog. It would have been like, she would have come flying out of the house screaming like a banshee if that's how i mean if the situation was reversed at all so i'm like chatting with lexi and she's telling us all about the birthday party and blah blah blah. and i ask if she's like when the last time she ate was and she's like i haven't eaten yet and i'm like
1: at all whose birthday party was this
0: just another little kid Mm -hmm. so like a swimming party like for kids that she had a friend that was going to and so um and we're like okay well what the heck and she's like yeah there wasn't food there but I ate the granola bar that you gave me and I'm like okay so like she went between 2 p.m. and 8:30 with a granola bar like that was it and like okay. now she needs a shower because she's got chlorine because she's been swimming I mean, we have to do a quick bedtime routine, and we're trying to feed her. I mean, she's not even getting into bed until like 9.15 or 9.30, and Travis didn't even hardly get to see her, and his whole time was basically hijacked, and nobody even says sorry. Nobody's even like, hey, thanks for letting me take her on your day, and then, even though I was a dick about the time management. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that's coming too. So as Travis was tucking Lexi in, he's praying over her. And right in the middle of his prayer, Lexi goes, guess what mom's new boyfriend's name is? And Travis like stops and he's like, I don't know what. And she sits up and she's like, you're never going to guess. And he's like, oh, is is his name Carly too? And she goes, no, dad, his name is Travis like yours. His name is Travis, too, and he's a cop. I really like him.
1: Travis, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Travis is like, oh, I'm glad. And he like kisses her goodnight and like comes out. And he's like, What the fuck? <sighs> oh, so this confirms two things in my brain. One, Carly's apparently seeing somebody else who's also named Travis, who's a cop. Check. Two, this other Travis is now at the very least confirmed being introduced to Lexi without any stipulation, conversation, or discussion, including original, the OG Travis versus the new Travis. Like, there was no no conversation or, like, it's just, like, All these hoops that I had to jump through and all of these rules and regulations and guidelines and stipulations that went on everything, like they just don't apply to anybody else. Like she's got a revolving door at this point in time that are being filtered in front of the kids whenever she decides like it's appropriate, I guess. And I mean, especially after the whole freaking, what was his name? What was the last guy? Te- uh. jimbo oh it was jim yeah you're
1: right
0: jim jim <laughs> and
1: three this guy's a fucking cop
0: <laughs> i mean it's just like uh, i don't know like can you blame me for wanting to double double triple quadruple check like but now i'm like yeah. i've been no, in the I, sand
1: yeah <laughs> you're on the sidelines <laughs>
0: Somebody needs stood to stood You out. stood up
1: at one point and we said, sit back down. <laughs>
0: they pelted me with food, like stale food. Sit, like, I've got bruises. Down, you may check. <laughs> sit the fuck down. I'm, like, taped to a fucking chair in the corner. Seriously. <laughs> 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 it's a kidnapping, except I'm just, like, in plain sight. So, I, I like, I told Travis, I'm like, i told og travis i'm like dude i'm not getting involved in this one again like <laughs> i'm gonna we i'm gonna pass gonna you the torch me, OG <laughs> I'm passing it
1: we're not going so, to use travis and the new one is a fucking cop
0: okay cop we'll travis cop. yeah so cap Travis decides that he's just gonna ask Mark, just like generically, he's just gonna say, "Can you keep an eye out for who's around the kids and make sure that, like, you know, <laughs> this guy isn't, you know, I mean, he's a cop. We're assuming that he already abides by cap. the standard of the law. Am I saying it wrong?" Cap. Cop. I say
1: like you're from Boston.
0: Oh, it's a cap.
1: It's a cap.
0: Cap. Is a cap he holds his khakis? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, did that get you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you have tears? Oh man, it was, it was a really
1: good accent you had there.
0: <laughs> uh, so. Mark, he's like, yeah, I'll keep track of this guy. Like, it's no big deal. And it didn't go any further than that. Like, there wasn't, like, this big blowout where it was like, oh, my God, you have no idea what happened with the last guy. But, like, this is why we're concerned. It was just like, hey, keep an eye out. Like, this, I don't know, number four, I mean, Mac five. Mac knows. <laughs> don't get me started.
1: <laughs> Mac, he knows.
0: Ooh, so we enter into February here and Carly started calling our phones about 7 a.m. to let us know that Lauren was sick and we needed to come and get her. So I like leapt out of bed, raced to the gas station and met her to pick up Lauren so that she could make it to work on time. Um, You know, I'm apparently on this approved list, so I'm approved to You're leave- out of bed and come and get the kids but i'm not approved to pick them up from the daycare facility still so she told me she could pick her up after work and i basically just told her like it wouldn't make sense if she's still sick the following morning because then we're gonna do this like all over again we might as well keep her and so travis even told her i'll give you my thursday in return and we'll keep the kids for a couple days and I mean, she'd actually only had Lauren one night in the last 10 days or so because of her being sick and it running into our weekend and everything else. So we made sure to flex the schedule. We made sure that she could make up some time with the kids. And Travis was still sacrificing one of his days and adjusting it so that, you know, nobody was running around and, you know, or tossing kids who are sick in daycare or whatever. So Even though, I mean, this isn't, this is different. I mean, it's when you're losing your time because there's a kid puking, that's way different than losing your time because of a bachelorette party. So, I mean, in this, okay, I mean, it's agreeable to shift stuff around. I mean, there's, that's no. In this occasion,
1: Carly got to put a flower in her pot.
0: Carly got to put a flower in her pot. I am proud of her. Oh, you should mark that down though. Let me see how long it takes her to get five flowers.
1: I've been thinking about it, and uh, she's not going to get them. <laughs> because she's already to take a few flowers out. Oh, and once sick. you're, like, in negative flowers, like, well, what happens when they don't have flowers? Do they start with flowers?
0: No, you start with nothing.
1: That's what Car- Carly is pretty. Can you go negative?
0: Okay, red flags versus flowers. Debate. <laughs> yes, I mean, the negative would be negative, the red flag. Yes.
1: After yeah, so she ain't winning, okay. she ain't going positive anytime soon.
0: Just keep track of that. Maybe a flower could can cancel out like a really bad red flag later.
1: All right, if Carly gets a full pot in one of these podcast episodes, I will personally call her.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Actually, I'm not going to say that. That'd be that'd be harassment. She would just she would get me for harassment or something. And I don't want that. <laughs>
0: Okay, well we'll have to think of something. We'll do a dunk booth. Just a podcast dunk booth. Everybody could just hear splashing. It could just be you in the bathtub and then we could just lie.
1: This is not, this is not gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) You're not podcasting me in a bathtub.
0: All right, so whatever, it's agreeable. Everything's fine. (laughs) we're fine this is fine uh later that night carly told me she was gonna buy the flower pots now and asked if i still wanted to make the pots for her house too i told her that was fine (laughs) why are you laughing hysterically
1: because i didn't even notice that we were about to start talking about the pots again
0: no i know it segued very nicely (laughs) and I mean, I basically was just like, that's that's great. Like I sent her pictures of like what ours looked like and explained, you know, that we need here are the you know, materials that we need in order to do this. And she also gave me the list for the daycare kids, and she said that we needed to do the Valentine's treats for the daycare. So I was like, all right, I guess we'll do that too. And I let Travis know. So, By February 13th, I met Carly at the gas station Oops, at 4.15 to pick the girls up early because Carly's family member who had had surgery or was having surgery and their whole family was going in. So it was a pretty big surgery. Um, We took the extra day. Carly, like let Travis know to plan for four to meet at the gas station. All this was done ahead. Like it was fine. It's another agreeable circumstance to shift everything around on Carly's time for the kids. So again, it's agreeable that I can drive from my house to the gas station to get the children directly from Carly. That's fine. But again, it's not okay from me to drive from my house to the daycare to pick up the kids from daycare. And so it's like
1: makes total sense.
0: I don't understand that and I don't think I ever will. I think that was like just it was literally just a petty spite thing. Like it, there was nothing Obviously. else to it like exactly it was
1: Exactly what that was.
0: just malicious.
1: That's exactly what that was.
0: So <clears throat> On February 14th, so on Valentine's Day, we brought the kids into daycare for the Valentine's Day party and got them situated and like got all their little treats and their big they do Valentine's boxes. I I've never done that before until the girls, so I didn't know what that was, but like you build like this giant box that you decorate and then everybody puts a Valentine inside of it and it's I don't know, it's really cute, it was fun, everything was great. And they got to have the day, you know, at daycare for the Valentine's Day party. So by the 17th, I went and got the kids early, like we agreed on doing, since Carly's family member was requiring a lot of help after surgery. Again, acceptable, unavoidable. Uh, the week had come and gone and Lauren was already feeling better. And we had dropped the kids off on Travis's Thursday, like we planned so that Carly could make up time so that we we're just getting them back today. So over the last few days i made an effort to keep in close contact with carly and i checked up on her and asked how her family member was doing and making sure that surgery went well and like recovery was going well and at this point in time we let her video call the girls without any restrictions so at like right now the communication was super light and easy like we were we were doing all the work there was no stipulations behind you know, like, contacting between the hours of X and X. She could video call whenever. So right now, everything was going, like, swimmingly because we were doing everything. And come the weekend, Carly told Flowers Travis, all around. Okay, yes, yes. Everybody gets flowers.
1: Flowers all around.
0: That makes me happy. Now I want a flower pot for in here so I can just have it in the background so just you could see it and I could just set a flower in my pot. It would be oddly satisfying. Are you showing me something?
1: That was my flower pot.
0: Oh, your stupid screen makes it so that it like breaks up. I can't hardly see. I see you as a blob.
1: The fact that they can't um, see what we're doing and then I said, it's my flower pot and you're like, sound weird.
0: Are you okay? Do you want me to edit that out for you?
1: (laughs) Just saying it sounded weird.
0: I mean, this is okay. What are you
1: showing me? Oh, it's my flower pot. (laughs) 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 To everybody listening, it (laughs) truly
0: was a really terrible drawing of a flower pot. There was nothing.
1: It wasn't like terrible. I can't
0: see it. Let me see.
1: I can't. I can't. I'll show you when it's finished. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay. So come the weekend Carly told Travis that if Mark couldn't take the girls On her weekend that Travis Would be taking them So she didn't Cap? ask What?
1: Not Cap but real Travis
0: No not Cap Just real Travis okay. Asked like, She's not asking she like Told him what was happening So Travis, he like, let her know that we need a more solid plan because we have company coming over that are coming into town and we have a full house. And like, if she's needing us to take the kids, like we need to know like right now. So the arguing starts back and forth. So by the end of it, he's like, okay, we can keep the kids. That's fine. Like you can take Mark out of the equation. That's fine. But We need to make a plan for this right now and last second and not last second. So the conversation literally was just like, just trying to make it ahead of time because we had a full house and it was not our weekend and we were trying to accommodate her. So she agrees that we can take the kids on her weekend and we'll take Mark out of the equation. But then she tells Travis that he needs to come get the kids though. And he's like... No, can you bring them out to us on your weekend? I mean, just talk to us, right? So, now seriously, this just did (laughs) the flower pot drawing from Keegan to my phone. (laughs) It's wonderful, Keegan. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. How do you spell hypocrite?
1: I don't know. I wrote it quickly. I have no idea. (laughs) I'm not being judged for my spelling over here.
0: Oh, you are now. You are now. You
1: say I wrote wrote cap?
0: Cap with an T All caps. All caps for the cap. I got you. I got you. So. He's like, no, can you bring the kids out here like? We don't want to have to plan around leaving our guests like right, right. in the middle of all this right. to do the drop off. And she literally, like, straight up tells him, Sorry, my family member's surgery isn't a convenience for you.
1: That has nothing to do with this.
0: Nothing to do with this. And she's like, Well, I'll just find someone else. Sorry, you know, never mind. And he's like, What the fuck? It's not an inconvenience. Like we just have three extra people in our house that drove over 13 hours to come see us and hunt this weekend that we made a plan for four months ago for this weekend specifically. All I'm asking you to do is drive the kids out here so that we can take your weekend and not have to leave the company that's coming over. Right. Nope. So. She obviously sees that she's not getting anywhere and this like half botched plan then gets tossed to her brother, Mark. And Mark comes to Travis and says, please come get the girls. It would help everyone out if you come and pick up the kids for us. (sighs) Obviously. She knows. We know. Mark knows that we are always going to do everything above and beyond for Mark because he already does so much for us. And so she knew by using Mark as, like, the pawn, that it would work. So, I mean, yeah, it helps everyone out except for us because, I mean, now she's going and tattling to her older brother and he's now drug right into the middle of it and now he's enforcing... That Travis come get the kids on Carly's weekend so that it helps everybody out. But, like, at the end of the day, we – this still is not our weekend that we were supposed to be committed to. And it's just, like – I mean, but now you feel like you have to do it because Mark is in the middle. And you want to keep the peace for Mark's sake because he's, like – he's probably taking heavy fire on both sides. So it's, like, fuck. Fine. Fine. Like, okay. So Travis leaves our guests at home. I stayed home and he goes and he meets her in town. So he loads up the kids without any help from her, not one word from her outside of her sitting there visibly irritated, not a thank you, not a I really appreciate this, nothing. Like nothing. Just continuing to walk over broken glass, to please somebody who's literally just still mad about it. I mean, I just... He got home and told me that. I was just, i was livid. I was like, are you fucking kidding? You can't even be helpful and unbuckle the kids? You can't even look at him and say, thank you so much. I know you didn't want to do this. I know you have company at home. Like, I really appreciate this. No, nothing. Just dead silent with a fucking mean mug on her face. So bitch I know I just I don't, it's just <laughs> <laughs> so get the kids home Travis and I have to dance around the kids that have the same braids in their hair from three days ago like they obviously need baths um so we're like trying to feed the kids bathe the kids get them ready for bed and I'm not mad that these are the tasks that come with having kids like that's obvious Every, like, we all have to do it. Everybody has to. The point that irritated me was the fact that there was absolutely nothing done for the kids before they came into our care. And we had to spend X amount of time neglecting our guests to take care of the kids because they take priority over everything. And she had thrown a flaming curveball into the center of all this anyway and hadn't even taken the courtesy time to make sure the kids had eaten before they got dropped off. And it's like, Oh, She got out of her whole weekend, did none of the driving, and then the kids came home exhausted, dirty, hungry, and it's damage control every fucking time. Like, I barely feel like we, at this point in 2017, 16, 15, I feel like all we did was run around behind her and, like, pick up the pieces. Like, that's all our parenting time, like, boiled down to. It was just damage control. So... Mm. If that puts it into perspective for you, obviously we're excited to see the kids and we're happy to see them. And, you know, I'm glad that they're here, but it comes at that hefty price of knowing that you're the household that has to have the healthy meals, the structure, the routine, the vitamins, the, you know, homework, the on-time bedtimes, you know, the baths, the hair braiding. Like it comes with that price of knowing that you're the only one doing that. Right. So by the 21st, Carly texted Travis and asked what our schedule for the week was like she had a wedding to go to on Thursday, I guess. And that led into what would have already been our normal weekend. So he was like, that's no problem. We'll take them Thursday to Sunday. And if you know, if she wanted to make up for lost time, like we could switch it around. Right. She just had to make sure, like, (laughs) she already had somebody lined up to watch the kids. And the parenting time wasn't changing. It was just, like, it's chaos all the time. Like, do you see this, or is it just me?
1: No, it's absolute chaos. Also, because she has no management time. (laughs) yes
0: so, all right so the next day the girls are feeling better Carly was wherever she was at her wedding you know and uh she asked to video call the girls and they were eating breakfast and I remember setting up the phone so they could chat <clears throat> and she's showing them like all these little adventure like pictures and stuff or whatever and asking them like oh, I can't wait to bring you to Montana. And like, oh, would you like to do this while you're in Montana with me next time? And like, blah, blah, blah. And I just felt like that was really weird because she had just made this whole statement about not taking the kids across state lines. But now she was like making, like openly making promises about taking them to where she was at in Montana, which is right next to where my my family lives in Montana that we couldn't take them one month ago to see family for Christmas. So I was like, Whoa, what? Hypocrite. Whoa. Hypocrite. Hypocrite.
1: I looked it up and I spelled it right.
0: You did look it up. Of course you did.
1: I looked it up. I was going to send you that. Just so, you're oh. aware.
0: <laughs> so by February 25th, Lexi was now puking sick. So I went to work on the farm that day. And so Travis had the girls. And this, yes, was a circumstance where he let her know there was a sick kid. Like, if you still want to meet at the gas station, we can still meet. But I want you to know that Lexi is legitimately sick and puking for a reason and cannot go to daycare. So she basically flat out said, like, she missed the kids. Um, She wanted to keep the normal schedule. And, I mean, that's about as far as that has to go. I mean, she... That's fine. We'll keep the normal schedule, go do drop off like normal. And apparently, the next day she made it halfway through daycare and threw up at the end, and Carly had to go get her. And so it was like this big thing, anyways, regardless of us trying to avoid that. But she tells Travis not to worry because Sunny was going to swing by and drop off some stuff for them at her apartment. Okay. Who's Sunny?
1: Oh the drug dealer?
0: No, it's the it's the guy she's dating. So I mean, where'd the cap go? We don't know where the cap went. Cap. So he's gone. So Travis, he told her point blank. Actually, let's just read these messages. So I'll be Carly. So Kate. Okay. Do you see him? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Sunny is going to run and get stuff when he is off, and nowhere can get her in. So if I can get her into the clinic, will you help cover half the cost since they won't take
1: Medicaid? <clears throat> I think she's just dehydrated. She's convinced herself she's sick and just spits and makes herself sick. I'm thinking it's in her head, and she's dehydrated, and I don't think she needs to go in. We poked her stomach and touched her back to make sure nothing hurt to the touch yesterday, and she wasn't in any pain. If she can just eat like five P.L.I. pops and you tell her to absolutely not puke and help her help believe she's better, maybe she can stop the spitting thing.
0: Um, so she says, oh, OK.
1: <clears throat> oh, well, I don't know why I bother to communicate.
0: No, sorry,
1: go ahead. Well, I don't know why I bother to communicate my opinion. Do what you need to do for Lexi and I'll pay half if you go in or I can come get her again and I'm not comfortable with another new guy around the girls after the gym thing between one two Randy Jim five and now Sonny I just think we need to keep your relationship separate from the kids until it's serious just like you told me about Eleanor
0: okay so she Mm -hmm. has a nice novel written back here Mm. okay Mm. first off Randy and Jim are the relationships I've had the friends I have around my kids are nothing more than that. And usually it's in our outings, like getting food in a group or in the summer, fishing and camping. Bringing number one into this is absolutely uncalled for because him, other friends, and Stacy, those guys have been our friends since the day they were born. No one comes here. I'm serious about. Sunny, and before you assume he is around the kids, let me tell you that he is usually here on your weekends or well after they are in bed. We watch movies and that's it on my weekends or weekdays. My, relationship, my relationships could get serious if your fiancé and yourself would back off a little bit and not make up lies about me and our children. Lexi loves seeing number five because he is a cop and we both know how much she loves cops. She looks up to him as a superhero.
1: Um, okay. Uh, uh, I would understand our relationships could get serious if your fiance would back off a little bit. Would make up lies. I don't, that's bullshit. Um, he's a fucking cap. He's a cap. He's a fucking cap.
0: He's a cap.
1: This guy's a fucking cab. A cap. He's, he's, he
0: It's a fucking cap. You seen this guy? He's a fucking cap.
1: Yeah. So come on.
0: I don't know. It's and I felt like it was justified for Travis to just be like, "Hey, like let's keep it separate. Remember, like that's what you told us, and that's what we had to do." But she had, I mean, she had her own justification on her twist on it. And I mean, the people number one, two, three, four, five, they were all people that she was sexually active with. Whether or not she considers those dating relationships, she was sexually active with the men that were in her home and being paraded in front of the children. That is literally like what that boils down to. Okay, she was not dating them and in a relationship with them but she was with them outside of just the innocent little friend setting that she tries to paint the picture of. Oh, we were out fishing. And it's like, um, everybody lets us know what you're doing all the time to, you know, unfortunately, because I can't stop them from letting me know <laughs> what you're I'm doing all the time.
1: Blanching out bass, you
0: know what I mean? <laughs> so... The next day, nothing was communicated Like, and nobody, I guess nobody went to the clinic. Nothing happened. Um When Travis asked Carly if she could meet him somewhere, she let him know that she was at home because she called in sick to work that day. And he's like, what the fuck? This makes no sense to call in sick on Travis's day when he could just pick the kids up early and she could go to work. I mean, I feel like I beat specifically beat that point to death like Mm -hmm. i just don't understand so he asks her can you meet us halfway like if you're not working and you're at home can you meet us halfway then and she says no you can come get them from the apartment complex are you fucking kidding me after the last two months of working around her schedule and the sick kids, and the weddings, and the bachelorette parties, and family members needing surgery, and everything else, she wasn't even willing to meet this one time when he asked for a favor. I mean, she was already at home. She just wanted to be malicious on purpose. Like, we had to leave a house full of friends that traveled 600 miles to see us just a week ago, and she couldn't drive halfway and meet him at the gas station. So it was just like, whatever. So, I mean, obviously he had to go and get the kids from the apartment building because we're left with no other choice. And I mean, it's just like, unless there's specific paperwork. Yeah. Unless there's paperwork that says like you can't be taken advantage of and you can't switch to the parenting times. Like that's just what happens. I mean, and he let her know. He said, we're going to go by the temporary order and you're going to be driving the kids on the days that you're designated to do so. And the only favors have like that have been done here are just a one-way street. So like, you need to plan on following this temp order to a T. So she immediately got all slammy, slammy, snotty, snotty, buckled the kids up and he left and there wasn't any more discussion. So it was like, okay, well, at least you know, that's, that's what we're doing going forward is like you're gonna have to do what you signed up for. That's what we have the temp order for. So
1: I tried to help you. you start yeah,
0: multiple hours, times, October. multiple times. So we get into March and the, we get the kids from daycare and Lauren is a total disaster like she's gone through all these extra underwear and pants like she's nothing left to wear again. The kids hadn't been bathed. Their hair wasn't done. I mean, it was just like literally like carting them home and tossing them straight into the bath. Travis unloaded groceries and we started making supper. And as Lexi was eating, she made a comment. Mom's friend, Sunny, bought me ice cream and stays the night with us. So normally like this wouldn't send me just like careening out of control. But the kids had just been sick forever like maybe don't do ice cream in march second of all didn't we just have the conversation about keeping everything separate around the kids like i mean i don't know how like more clear that could have possibly been besides travis specifically saying i need you to keep your relationship separate right now and then she went ahead said he's only here after they're well in bed and on your weekends And now here we are, Lexi's like, oh, no, we hang out with him and he buys us ice cream. And it's like,
1: she's doing it out of spite. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) she's doing it out of spite.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's, it's, I don't even know if it's out of spite or the fact that she just, she knows she can do whatever she wants. Like, maybe she's not doing it to be mean. Maybe she just knows that there's nothing Travis can do to stop her.
1: Hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like that one. Right? Like, maybe it's not like, ooh, I'll do this because he told me not to. But maybe it's like, no, fuck you. I I call the shots. Okay, I run the show. Maybe. maybe it's Maybelline. I mean, honestly. True. So, So Carly asked the video call the girls. And he told her, you know, okay, on Friday or Saturday for 15 minutes before bed. Because that's what the temporary court agreement says. So by the next morning, after everyone had gotten up and eaten breakfast, she's trying to video call the girls. So Travis ignores the video calls and he texts her and says, you can definitely call them before bed tonight for 15 minutes per the temporary court agreement. She lets him know that she's gonna be out tonight for a going away party and that she would rather talk to them now instead. And so he tells her no, and he insists that she please wait till bedtime per the temporary court agreement. <laughs> so she presses further and asks, "Well, can we please can I please just talk to him at 3:30 or 4 before this party?" So Travis is like, "Fuck, fine. You can talk to them at 3:30 for 15 minutes and that's fine." So he texts her at 3:30 that the kids were up from their nap and she can call anytime and she never did.
1: This bitch.
0: She never did. There was no word, no communication. She didn't call later that night. She didn't talk to him the rest of the weekend. Nothing. That was it. That was the end of it. So that one, I don't think was because she could do whatever she wants. That one was malicious, I believe, like to my core.
1: Or she, she just, she just has time management problems and probably forgot.
0: Oh, weird. Do you think that she has maybe, like, time yeah. management problems, or...
1: You know, Do you think I was just thinking that.
0: I, I just think maybe, like, if mm. she had some type of routine and schedule that would help, like, with her time management, that there wouldn't be as many time management problems.
1: I think you're onto something.
0: You. I feel like... I can't believe it took us this long to come up with that. Oh...
1: So. Alright, good job, rookie. Let's get out of there.
0: <laughs> so by March 5th, Carly calls me and asks what size flower pot she should buy from the store. So like now we're still talking about these flower pots. I still haven't made them. And and so I was like, okay. Like, and of course I like sent her pictures and like size references, but I was like, okay, this has been months of talking about this and like nothing's ever come of it. So she texted Travis later and asked if she could borrow our car seat for Lauren because she was washing hers and it wasn't dry enough to put back on. So it's like not a big deal, whatever. Drops everybody off. Everything's civil. We gave her our car seat. And she texts us a couple of days later and said she would bring the kids out because we obviously didn't have the car seat. So yes, that's that makes sense. That's appreciated. And it ended up being like super white out, blizzard gross disgusting couldn't see 10 feet in front of your vehicle so she ended up keeping the kids and bringing them out the next morning and travis's dog had gotten into a fight with one of our pups and it was like really bad and the other dog i remember i was like terrified the dog was like flopping around like a fish there was blood everywhere i was like screaming i was like i was losing my mind i didn't know what to do I was like, I jumped on the bigger dog and I grabbed it and like threw it out of the house and I got the puppy and I was like trying to like figure out what to do. And I called the farm and I was like, call Travis on the two way right now. Like this dog, like send him home. They got in a fight. I don't know what to do. I'm home alone with the kids. Like, please, I I need help. And so Travis like comes flying into the driveway in like a loaded semi which we do not have the space for a loaded semi in our driveway. But, and he sees everything and he like scoops the dog up, heads in, goes to the emergency after hours vet. And, you know, I was just like this fucking mess. And I'm trying to keep the kids out of the house because like, they're wondering what the noise is and what's going on. And I'm like slamming stuff and screaming and I'm like hyperventilating and, the, you know, they, their eyes are the size of bowling balls. They're like, oh, my God, what happened? Like, what's going on? And so by the time all of this comes down to it, like, the dog needed a stint put in her neck. Oh. Like, it was like she needed a bunch of stitches. And I told Travis, I was like, no, that dog has to go. Like, the other dog has to go. Like, if we have a food-aggressive dog around kids or around other dogs, like, it just doesn't make yeah. sense. That I was like, I can't do it with this dog. I'm sorry. Like, I'm done. And so, and I didn't see what happened. Like, I don't know. I'm just assuming that there was obviously something worth grabbing a puppy and, like, shaking it like a rag doll for the other dog. But I was just like, I'm done. This is a non-negotiation for me. Like, we need to rehome this other dog because I'm fucking over it. So, the kids ended up going back to Carly, and she immediately finds out that we were already looking into getting this dog rehomed. And she's, like, super upset. So, she's pup pup-set. If you will. So. Hey, and that's
1: all the time we have today. <laughs> Stop. Uh.
0: She messages Travis about it and he just doesn't he just doesn't even respond. He's like, no, we're not getting into that. And later that same night, she sends Travis a video of Lexi trying to do a headstand. And she's like, you know, oh, she won't give up until she gets it. And in the background is clearly sunny, like in the video. So Travis texts her and he's like, Carly, I just told you I wasn't comfortable with another guy in front of the kids and that we needed to talk to him first and, like, you need to respect that. And so the conversation, like, immediately turns defensive. She's, like, wildly outraged by this. And she's, like, more concerned about the dog at this point. And so it was like, oh, my God. So he quits. He's like, whatever, this is pointless. And he, you know, ends that conversation. And she specifically... Oh, what's the challenge right? <laughs> oh, Travis does all the driving on her time. Travis asks for anything reasonable, such as, can you drive the kids out here today since I drove them last weekend? It's a no. I so basically, like it's just no matter what we do, we can't win, at least not now. And I mean, up to now, even present time, like we're still not winning. If anybody's wondering, I hate to spoil that, but <laughs> it's it's still going like this. Damn it. Time. I know. I know. If you're wondering,
1: dolphin. If you're doing, the- doing the dolphin.
0: Oh, yeah. So. That's what you
1: do out of your car.
0: <sighs> All right. Give me the tally. What are the red flags versus our flowers?
1: All right. There's a bit, but a lot of them come down to time management and being a hypocrite.
0: Okay. That I spelled right. Hippocrate. Um.
1: Yo. Uh, the vacation thing. When she's in Vegas. And, like, lying about the money. I don't really know if I'm going to give money a red flag because, like, I don't tell people what to do with their money. So, like, that's whatever. I'm not, like, the part of that. I don't know how to find Yeah. The manipulation I didn't like. <clears throat> um. 18 month. Straight of appointments,
0: of the <laughs> speech therapy appointments that landed on our only yeah. on our Monday free. Yeah. Yep.
1: Fuck yep. Yeah. Uh, the outfit neglect, the hair neglect, uh, uh, the fucking cap, the cap, the the video call incident, and then the whole sunny thing. She clearly lied about the sunny thing. It's it just wasn't very really nice. Yeah. Just... Um. Stressy grabby was a phrase that I learned today. Ooh,
0: stressy grabby.
1: Uh, um, it wasn't said out loud, but you wrote Jiminy Crysticks. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means.
0: Yeah, Jiminy
1: Oh, uh, I, I mean, like Jiminy Cricket.
0: Are oh, you get it?
1: Jiminy Cricket.
0: Yeah, I know, but it's just the spin that I put you on know, it. I heard that,
1: that one. Um, who's I Kelly that Warbach?
0: Oh, Kelly Rohrbach. She's the hot blonde that plays in that new, that newer, obviously not the old school, uh, Baywatch. Did you watch oh. that one with Dwayne Johnson and Zac Efron? She's the super hot blonde.
1: Yeah. What was yeah. The, the Burnett one? She's hotter.
0: Whoa. So that's all the time that we have for today, folks. <laughs> absolutely not i would rearrange my life for kelly Rohrbach. i'm
1: trying to find her right now
0: you won't be disappointed
1: oh yeah i mean yeah i mean she's hot okay yeah she
0: looks good (laughs) do i have any other vocab anyway
1: uh, um i didn't know what careening meant but careening when I
0: up, out of control i learned that off of new year i, I
1: realized i think i've seen okay that makes sense <laughs> you know, remember when that the little girl's telling
0: the story of the dream and she's like <laughs> telling her mom about the llama and dad and the llama and it's careening out of control <laughs> <laughs> every time i think yeah, of the word careening, it's a thousand percent that lives rent free in my head <laughs>
1: Pretty happy about this. It's a good one.
0: Okay.
1: And I like the flower pots.
0: Oh yay. I'm does my flower pot get a flower it's gotta
1: be something Um Travis has an um unlimited number of flowers in his flower pot.
0: I know. He does. Travis and Mark both.
1: Yeah, Mark has a bunch of flowers.
0: He does. He really he does. lost
1: a lot of flowers last episode.
0: are you are you referring back to your notes you're like wait a second if we're tallying just saying just saying all right i'm just saying what
1: until next time
0: oh okay we'll see we'll see how it plays out do you have anything else questions comments concerns
1: don't send them to us
0: okay all right We'll see you next time. Thank you guys for being here and listening and helping us shed light on the reality behind my closed doors, the co-parenting, the court, the custody battle and the child support. This is all real living hell for most people. And I love sharing my story, especially with Keegan who gives us the Brooklyn twist on it, which doesn't even make sense because he's not anywhere near that far North, but it's totally fine. If we wanna come up with new accents, I want to hear some Brooklyn good action.
1: Twist. Brooklyn Twist. Brooklyn Twist just wrote it down. <laughs>
0: All right. Cap. Back and cap. Right. Let's do better right. next, next time. time. All right. <laughs>